Defending with Jen and Omar. Uh, welcome back to the Defending Podcast. Um, I have some news regarding Jen and her surgery. She didn't die on the surgery table. She's here <laughs> with us today. Hey. Hey. She made it. <laughs> She's made it. She's one cur- down, one to go. And yeah, I'm next. Uh, <laughs> like, a, like a week and a half left for mine. Mm-hmm. She's sitting on our couch right now because she can't move. Uh, yep. I've moved her podcast station over to where she is. <laughs> it's very nice. I am comfortably reclined. Yeah. Uh, heating pad on my back. That's uh, pretty nice. And a moody dog next to you. Yeah, my, my emotionally distraught dog by he's, my side. He's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. She um, hates it. But yeah, it went great. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> as great as it could go. Yeah. I for mean, getting it, cut up. Yeah, it went, uh, you know, from the medical perspective, everything went as planned. Um, Good. I've got some, an array of lovely healing suture marks on my stomach. Yeah, you got like, I mean, those are like, their positioning is kind of weird, but they're kind of gangster. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of looks like I was stabbed by somebody, but like while on a conveyor belt. Right. <laughs> it's like very uniform and like, bloom, 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 yeah, yeah. bloom. Or like somebody was trying to season like a, a, a pork or something. Yeah, and yeah, was just yeah. making stab wounds. Right. <laughs> like, do, 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 add the adobo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where the that's where the garlic cloves went in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you just tuck them right in there. <laughs> I'm going to be delicious. Oh, mm. You already are pretty delicious. Oh, I mean, that's so romantic. Not for anyone to know. <laughs> um, yeah, so they uh, they did their thing. Yeah. It was quite an adventure. Shout out to Mount Sinai. Yep. Uh, so I, you know, I did the pre-op diet like we talked about before. Which I'm currently on. Now you just started it. For Day yours. one for me today. And then I started two days before surgery was the the liquids only, which we talked about. Which I'm not looking forward to. No, it's to terrible. Because like, well, thank God you weren't really a rage monster. Yeah. I just felt so bad for you. Yeah, because you just don't care. Like, you're so, you have, it's, you have no energy at she, all. She, I was like, are you hangry? She goes, this is on another level. Yeah. It's this beyond. isn't even hangry. This nope. is like something else. No, it's so beyond because you're just depleted and like, you're not getting anything. You're not getting any energy. Yeah, you had nothing. There's left. nothing to burn. No. So you just don't want to move and you really, you, you can't really care about anything. Because you were just like on chicken broth for meals. Yeah. And then Gatorade, water. Yeah. For two days. And then the day of the surgery, nothing. Nothing. Well, I had, so what they had me do was that morning, um, I had to wake up at like, you know, the middle of the night, basically. Like wake up at a random time in the middle of the night and drink a bunch of Gatorade. Right. And it's like the G2 low calorie Gatorade, which luckily to me doesn't taste any different. So it's, it's not terrible. It's not bad. Because Gatorade already has that naturally yeah. gross taste to it. It already tastes weird. It's kind of the same. So no big deal. Um, but it's supposed to help with the nausea coming out of anesthesia. Which I didn't know was a thing. It's pretty new. That's pretty it's awesome. It's a new thing they're having people do. So so did that and then went in and um, yeah, so we had to be at the hospital two hours before yeah. the procedure. Um, which they switched, thank God, because your original hour was. Yeah, I was originally I ha- I was gonna have to be there at six. six. Yeah, six a.m. Right. 
not like a car crash. Right. And so they, they bumped me up a little bit. Um, so now we talked about that, I think, last time a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, but They just changed my time. Thank God. Yeah. So we hung out in the waiting room a little bit, and then right. the surgeon came and got me. There were some characters in that waiting room. Ew, Jesus, oh the my sleeping God. lady. This lady, like, took a whole bench to herself and, like, <laughs> kept harassing the nurses for, like, blankets. <laughs> And she just passed out. Yeah. She was like, when we got there, one of the ladies, there were, there were two together. One of them was wrapped in a sheet. Yeah. She had clearly like. Like mummified. Yeah. Clearly she had harassed a nurse into giving her. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a home sheet. It was no, like no, no, clearly no, no. like. Hospital bedding. A super Cloroxed. Yeah. <laughs> not comfortable yeah. hospital sheet. And then the other one all of a sudden had one of like the knit hospital blankets. It was like, but who are you harassing? They were just things? like. And they're having snacks. Yeah. And it was like, this is their apartment. Yeah, the they next. were there for the long haul. Because they were there for a while because they were there before we got there. Yeah. And they were there well after we left. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because... So, I get it. Sure. <laughs> they, it had to, just, they had to hunker down. It, it was it was hilarious. Yeah. But you went, in, you went in. So, the surgeon came and got us. Yeah. And, you know, walked me back to where they did, like, the preliminary stuff. Right. Well, first it was the the nurse dude led us to that back area. Oh, like the the assistant. I don't think he was a nurse. He was just like the guy who gave you the like medical your assistant. bag to put your clothes right, in. Right, right, right. So yeah. I got the bag to put all my stuff in, and then they did my vitals. Right. And then... You'd lost seven pounds in those yes, two days. I lost seven pounds in two days yeah. from the liquid diet. Because you got weighed... Yeah. The day before you started. Yeah. And in two days, you lost seven pounds. Yep. I was like, like yeah, that makes... That sounds about right. That's crazy. <laughs> that feels real. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. So people try to do, lose that in like a month. Yeah. Two days. Two days. And then the surgeon came and got me, uh, sent you back to the waiting room. Very nice doctor. Yeah. Who kind of sounds like Apu. That's yep. racist, but I'm not joking. <laughs> but he's so cute. But he's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's then, adorable. but then I almost had to fight him <laughs> and it's like, okay, look, I know you're about to cut me open, but right. I'm still going to have to call you on this right now. Right. So like, He's talking to me about the results of the surgery and like mm-hmm. what to expect and what I'm going to need to do, you know, and like like I've talked about before, you know, my reasons for coming to the surgery are all related to the osteoarthritis and chondromalacia in my sure. knees and trying to avoid having knee replacement surgery. And then my knees going out has caused me to gain this weight that I now can't get rid of. Right. It's so, not because you're. It's not so and right. here's and here's my thing. And this is why I was like I'm going to have to call this guy on this even though he's about to cut me open and I'm literally my life is in his hands. Yeah, you probably watch what you say to the guy who's yeah, about to cut you open. Yeah. You know, it's like I won't send food back to the kitchen cuz I'm afraid they're going to spit in it. But you'll yell at the surgeon. But I'll yell at the surgeon who's about to cut me open. <laughs> so I was nice about it, but I was just like cuz he was talking about like Oh, you're not going to be able to have soda anymore and I'm yeah. like this motherfucker. Like look and I told him, I the food is not the issue for me, luckily. Right, right. I'm very fortunate that that's, that's not the issue for me. my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I told him, and they never think that you're, they think that you're lying. Right. Like, and I said to him, I look, I don't drink soda. No. Ever. Right. I haven't had soda. I've literally never seen no. I've known you for six years now. Yeah. And I don't think I've, I've literally never seen, except for like ginger ale sometimes. Right. Because like, you need it. Right. Yeah. Or like as a mixer in like a cocktail. Right. Like a, yeah, oh, right, right. Oh, right. I had like whiskey ginger. Yeah. Some that's ginger ale in my whiskey. Like that's the only time I've seen you drink. Right. Soda. So it's been it's been over a decade since I like 
had a soda given to me as part of a meal. But they all assume. And I felt like I had to consume it. You know, and that's this is my problem because I'm like, I don't eat fast food. I haven't had fast food since like the 90s. Yeah. Okay. She's very selective with the like, I call her very fucking bougie (laughs) because she's like, I'm like, let's go to this, like, you know, diner to have a burger. She's like, ah, no. Not eating that. Not eating that burger. I'm not eating that. But it's not McDonald's. She goes, "Mm." it's pretty much the same thing. (laughs) And it's like, and I'm a kid from New Jersey. Right. Who lives on diners. So but that broke you know, my heart. If, if it, but if it's down to the wire, you know, I'll and I have to make a choice. I'm always going to pick diner over fast food. Sure, because at least that's like more real. Yeah, but I have standards. Yeah, it, it had to be a very like moment where like this is you're starving, and a diner is literally the only thing around. Um, to, to, like the food to eat, so you're just like yeah, fine. like I I give up. I'll do it. But this well, assumption that like. Clearly, as a fat person, I'm sitting in a basement somewhere drinking Mountain Dew Code Red and shoving Burger King in my face. Yeah. Makes me homicidal because it couldn't be further from the truth. And people that know me in real life know that, like, the craziest I get is still conservative eating for, like, most of our skinny friends. Right. Like, we have skinny friends that, like, eat McDonald's on a fairly regular basis. You know what I mean? Like, skinny people... Who they're not actually healthy, but they're skinny because that's their natural metabolism, right. and they actually eat garbage, like straight garbage. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. and it's so it's frustrating. Even at this eleventh hour, running up to this procedure, that's what I'm faced with. Right. And it's like, are you fucking serious, dude? The person who, one of the persons who's supposed to have your back in yeah. this and make sure you're comfortable, just hit you with the classic, like, yeah. No more being a fat ass. Like, are you seriously going to fucking fat shame me right now? Yeah, when yeah. literally I've told you a million times, and if you read my chart, you would know that the only reason that I'm here is because of the situation I've gotten into with my knee problems. Right. And now I can't be as active. You know, my metabolism, it, it's not that strong. And I've always had to be very, very active to maintain a comfortable level of fatness for me. I mean, the reason your knees don't work now is because you yes. are into so many sports. Oh, the irony of yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fuck me, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got great knees. Yeah. And I ain't played sports a single day <laughs> in my life. Just saying. I know. I know. <laughs> That's on you. Yeah. So I had to like throw that at him and he just kind of like scurried away from me, which was did not inspire confidence. Right. Um, but then luckily like the anesthesiologist dude came and like, he's probably like, Oh, don't worry. I'm going to take out half your liver too. keep fucking. With yeah. <laughs> oh, are you trying? Are you trying to play me right now? Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. He left a mento in there. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a junior mint inside he's like, me. Go to sleep. Don't worry about it. No, <laughs> but it was fine. Like they brought me to the OR and, uh, and then they said it would be two and a half hours. Well, before we even get into the time, the right. the biggest problem, so they get me there, and, like, I always try to warn them, like, y'all are professionals. These guys are, like, tops of their field. I get it. But, like, I'm just going to give you a heads up. A lot of people who aren't my mom, who is mm-hmm. a nurse and is very good at it, mm-hmm. a lot of people have a hard time finding a vein on me. And this was true when I was skinny. So it's, and ever, again, with the fat kid stuff, like, somebody literally in, in the OR was like, oh, some people with thicker arms it's hard i'm like no no this has been a thing that's true for me since i was a child i don't know why it just is so they literally they had to break out um oh what do you call it an ultrasound right to try to find a vein because the first kid that did it missed yeah 
And now I'm like, I have tears streaming down my face because I'm already anxious. Yeah. And you missed. Yeah. You had one job. Now you got to do it again. And then luckily the anesthesiologist took over. And yeah. then he, you know, he did it right the first time. So he got the ultrasound. He's like, oh, there, the vein is right where you thought it was. The kid just missed, you know. <laughs> and But he was digging cool. around in there, which is like my worst nightmare. Like, stop. Yeah. I'm not. I'm an alive, awake human. And the best thing, and, and the best part of that is when we went to get our initial blood drawn yeah. at Mount Sinai. Oh, my God. That the guy. kid we got who straight up looked like a fucking extra from The Wire. Yeah. Crushed it. Best phlebotomist in the business. It was that like, kid was ridiculous. I saw him and in my in my prejudiced mind, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> there's no way that guy knows what he's doing." <laughs> like, just he was amazing, ghetto looking, mm-hmm. and that sounds terrible, but you know, it's you saw the kid, yeah. Like I would cross the street if I saw this kid walking <laughs> down the street, and I'm huge, <laughs> and I was like, "That guy's gonna poke me with a fuck." Yeah. And when he did it, it I, I didn't know what happened. No. It like, was like he did nothing. it so effortlessly. It was like, it's over? Yeah. And he then was he amazing. put a cute little band-aid on us. Yep. I think mine had cars. I know. I, I was like, <laughs> why can't we get that kid back? Yeah. That kid was great. That kid should be in the OR. That kid is not getting paid enough money. No. No, he's not. He's just That's down in the lab. Bullshit. That's like yeah, not he's even just in the lab. part of the rest of the hospital. Like he's crushing it. Yeah. Like he had to squeeze a ball. Yeah. A stress ball. It was To amazing. get the veins to pop out, which yeah. I didn't... I, Literally never done that in no, my life. No, no one to else get has taken. ever had me I've do that. N- never. And I even offered. Yeah. When I was in the OR, I was like, "Do you want me to, you know, make a fist? Do you want me to clench?" Right. And they were like, "Nah." Yeah. I will just. Stab and then him. after that, the guy's like, "Actually, could you make?" I was like, "Yeah, I thought so." The thing I said. Like, once again, could people listen to people about their own bodies? Right. Like, I the, definitely know it better than you. The thing I said I should do before you should have just started doing it. I know. <laughs> just well, because he was like wanting me to keep really still and whatever, but. They figured and, it out. And the funny thing is, I'm way bigger than you, and they never have a problem finding a vein in me. Right. Because mine literally poke out. Yeah. Because all my fat is in my middle. Right. I carry mine all over. That's why no right. one can tell like what You my can see is. my veins on the top of my hands. Yeah. You can't see mine really. Right. So it's just like... They couldn't it, even... They, yeah, they couldn't even do the IV on my hand. It's not because you're fat. No. It's because your veins... I don't know. I don't know. They just... Can't find them. They don't want to be seen. Nope. <laughs> And now, so now you got, and you bruise really easily. Yes. So now you got giant eggplant size, like. Oh, yeah. That's that's from different shots. Oh, on, that's. On the back of my arm. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's from later. That's from the uh, drugs they were giving yeah, you. Yeah. For the anti-nausea. You're a, just one giant black and blue. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. My stomach is beyond sore. I right. mean, obviously, someone pulled half my stomach out, like. Yeah. clown yeah. like magician scarves Oof. and uh yeah that hurts and then i've got bruises on my arms from the other whatever other needles i've bruises from every time they put a tourniquet on me because i'm meaty and they're just reckless with the tourniquets like i get it's got to be tight but like chill come on yeah man. chill out <laughs> jesus yeah. yeah i'm a mess but then you went in yeah yeah. I don't know what happened past this point because I wasn't there. Uh, and I don't because they got a vein and then I was unconscious. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, next thing I know, they said it would be two and a half hours, which meant you should have been done by one thirty, two o'clock. Yeah. It was now 4 o'clock and I hadn't heard anything oh, and I was Jesus. starting to freak the fuck out. <laughs> I was in the, I was in like the, um, in the waiting area just like 
a wreck. Clearly something's gone wrong. Like, oh, she's dead. And they're just trying to figure out how to tell me. <laughs> Nobody wants to tell the <laughs> like, huge no, guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> and he's probably going to break a couple things. <laughs> uh, so I was just... And then I was on my phone, and I was texting my best friend, Chris, and I was telling him that I was nervous. And he was like, it's all good. She's fine. I'm sure <laughs> she's fine. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, but what the fuck? And then I look up, and Kenny's... Dr. Kenny's coming out. <laughs> and I almost hugged him <laughs> like i stopped myself because i'm like he's a professional i probably right. shouldn't hug the doctor <laughs> i almost was, i was like huh? oh my god <sighs> cool she's like she's fine i was because uh, when he first came out though fucking kenny when he first came out his face was just really like no expression blank yeah and i was like she's definitely dead <laughs> holy because he just came out like almost like Sad, yeah, almost sad. He was just like, I was like, oh fuck, (laughs) fuck, 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 fuck. and then half like (laughs) he took three more steps and then big smile, and I was like, you son of a bitch, oh, he faked you out, oh, (laughs) you son of a bitch, you almost have to deal with a heart attack, yeah, yeah, (laughs) almost. And then he's like, she's fine. You got to remind her to do the feet exercises so she doesn't get blood clots. And then he walked me over, and then he told me where you were. And then the recovery area. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, I wake up in the recovery room. Which wasn't really a recovery room. No. This recovery room was like the ninth ring of hell. Yeah. So, my recovery room felt and sounded like an emergency room. It looked like an ER. So... I was surrounded. I had one dude next to me who didn't understand he had a catheter in. Well, because he didn't really speak English. Right. But he, they even had someone translate. and But he was out of it. He was he also was medicated. Hopped up. And so they're trying to explain. He had to pee. And they're trying to explain to him, you can because you have a catheter. Just, just go. Just go. Just go. And he didn't understand it. And when he would, he would then accept it and then immediately forget it. Yeah. And then start screaming for a nurse again. So this was like most of the time I was there, which wouldn't have been that much of a problem, except I was there for five, five hours. Um, was it five full hours in the? F- I came to you at four o'clock and they didn't move us to like seven or eight. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Because there was a quote mix up with the be- with the room. Uh-huh. And then meanwhile, and I'm like, I'm like now as I'm like getting more with it. I'm I'm like a person waiting for a table at a restaurant. Like those people were here after me. Yeah. yeah. Why did Why they, they get, get a room? Like, and then where and are then, you moving those people? And then finally, so that's been going on. So and then the nurse said who was attending him was the fucking worst. Yeah, she was. She was terrible. She was off. She was an awful person. Like she was being. She was rude to the other nurses. Yeah. She was rude to the nurses' assistants well, that I, were. I told there. you the story about the other nurse who got there or yeah. a nurse's assistant. She she came in, and I guess they all got to wash their hands the second they get there. Yeah. I mean, they got to do it a bunch during the day. Sure. But she she got there. She washed, she was washing her hands, and she was like, hey, how you doing? And the lady did not respond to her. And I was like, oh, this is probably a game they're playing. And then this nurse we're talking about was like, oh, you mad at me? And the other nurse goes, I don't want to say her name, but she was like, you know, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, you," and and I was like, "Oh, it's still probably playful." And then that nurse walked around the nurses' station and stared 
death rays into her. And I was like, oh, no, she really hates yeah, him. Yeah, they had beef. So this is the kind of person that was this guy's nurse next to us. Right. And he kept yelling for help. And she was like three feet away from him yeah. and wouldn't acknowledge him, yeah. which is frustrating. And I understand she has to, at a, to a certain degree, tune people out to get her sure, work done. Sure, sure. But like this dude was being disruptive. He was clearly upset. And now he's escalating because he's she's yelling, ignoring him. And he's yelling and his machine's going oh off. Oh my God, the fucking machine. I was like, I'm going to get up and rip that thing out of the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like it just needed to be reset all so, you had to do is push a reset button and nobody would do it and i didn't want to do it because i'm like i don't want to get locked up yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you don't know the machinery that well and you're like i'm not I, touching this shit yeah but it, I, I almost threw it to the ground yeah so i'm laying there and i am I, I come out of the anesthesia and i am in agony like literally it's hands down the worst pain i've ever felt in my life you just got cut up a little bit. i just got cut up a part of me was ripped out of my body and it hurts and I'm in recovery where I'm supposed to wake up and my pain is supposed to be addressed. Right. Um, and only one of those things was happening. So now as I get more and more with it, I'm transitioning from like the very immediate kind of animal instinct of like, all I know is that I'm in pain. Sure. To, okay, I'm in pain and these people are supposed to be helping me. And, and now I'm pissed because yeah. they were ignoring me. And it felt like I was in an ER where, like, they're just used to people with drug-seeking behaviors or they're used to people who are, you know, coming off something or in off the street. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm in the, uh, I'm in recovery because y'all did this to me. <laughs> and it's your job to make sure I'm comfortable. Help. And you don't seem interested in that. No. So with the first shift that I was dealing with, like, whatever. They were fine. And – but – I realize in retrospect, like I was clearly uncomfortable. I'm holding my stomach where my sutures are, which maybe somebody should have told me not to be doing that, but they, they couldn't even be bothered to know what was going on with me. I'm pushing on, on one of where my sutures were because it hurt the most probably shouldn't have been doing that. But once again, how would I know? I'm wasn't even a whole conscious person yet. And they, they're not giving me anything. At all. Right. And then finally, what was it with that? Was it the other nurse who they kept asking me what my pain level was? Oh, and, so. And they didn't believe me. And now this is a whole different problem for me. So the RN, I guess, went on break or lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then some like nurse aide came. I forget. I don't want to say her name. Well, there was I've, a shift change. No, no. He came back. And then okay, she so, left. Okay. So, so I guess he was whatever. on lunch. It doesn't matter. All I know is. She she got there and she did not know what she was doing. No, and I knew that Jen hated her when <laughs> she came to Jen and was like, "Oh, well, you know, we're gonna give you these drugs and I'm gonna put it in the whatchamacallit. Like she didn't even know what an IV was. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, "Are like, you calling my IV a whatchamacallit right now? Really? Cool. <laughs> Super professional. Yeah, definitely inspires confidence. Right." I feel super safe. Like for the fact that Thanks. someone in a hospital just called anything a, a whatchamacallit. I was like, is this, this really, this what's happening to me right now? Jen looked at me, drugged up and just looked at me and was like, are you fucking kidding? Like that <laughs> look of like, what the fuck just happened? Like yeah. I'm high. So and I'm looking. I, and to, I know. Yeah. I'm looking to you 
to validate <laughs> that I did just hear that. Right. <laughs> and right. I looked at you and shook my head like, yep. Yep, that's happening. <laughs> that just happened. So then but she kept not trusting. So she gave you some meds. Right. And then she was like, I'll check back into you in, in another five minutes to see where your pain levels are. And they All- love... They love their one to ten pain right. scale. Right, and I'm very familiar with the pain scale. Sure. I grew up in hospitals. I used to be a nurse's assistant myself, and I have a very high pain tolerance. And I've been dealing with this knee bullshit for two years. Right. So I spend a great deal of my time, you know, even recently, having to use the pain scale pain to levels. express to my doctors right. what's going on with myself. So I know it. I'm not some like random a hole off the street who's never heard of it before. Well, like you said, you grew up basically in a hospital. Yes. Your mom. Yes. So I'm very familiar. And I understand that 10 means I'm dying. I'm literally dying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, so you know what? I'm not like a kid who's going to like be like, oh my God, I have a paper cut. It's a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what the scale is and I know my own body. Like me, I have a very low yeah you threshold for pain <laughs> I know, i'm a little frightened of how so like, that's i stubbed my toe an hour ago and i was like it's an 11 yeah <laughs> my, we're gonna have to amputate <laughs> no, take it just take it <laughs> yeah so i was a little annoyed um be and i get it i know why they're jaded because they are dealing with a lot of people who mostly don't know but sure. i i had to, i had to for my own benefit explain to her like listen i do understand the pain scale i am familiar with it and I have a high pain tolerance. And I'm telling you that I'm an eight right now. Right. So please take me seriously. And there's nothing more unnerving than coming out of an operation, being in agony, and having the people who are supposed to take care of you not believe you. Right. And not take you seriously. But also to add to that, that's more... RNs and doctors and ERs should be more like her. Like... Afraid to give someone meds because they think they're abusing it. Not in a recovery, Not in a recovery room. room. You literally just came out of surgery. Yeah. Like, this is... I've never had an experience like that. Like, I've had other procedures done that involved a recovery room. Yeah. I had a better recovery room experience after my endoscopy. Oh, it was delightful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mine too. It was great. Like, they were just speaking quietly, making yeah. sure other patients were quiet. Being funny. Yeah. Like... like when I when they wheeled me in, they were hilarious. Yeah, the, the, like the ladies were nice. Checking in to see how you're feeling. Yeah, offering it was great. You, like some water, or something, whatever. And like, I couldn't drink anything yet. So at least that kid finally like brought me those little sponge things that I could wet my mouth with. Which was because I was dying. I'm like I was parched. I hadn't had anything to drink. Yeah, you and know you couldn't drink water yet. No, I couldn't. Ha- I couldn't ingest anything, but I could wet my mouth with those. Right. Um, but it was just a bad experience for a recovery room. Yeah. Everything pre-surgery was okay. Yeah. The recovery room was, was an absolute nightmare. It was just a nightmare because they, the fact that they did have some kind of quote unquote mix up with my room, the fact that there was no place for them to, to send me. And then as a result, their solution to that was to ignore me. Yeah. Is not acceptable because I'm, I'm laying there and I'm in agony and, and come to find out the meds that they're pushing for me, Tylenol, they were giving me Tylenol, yeah. you know, and I know that again, like I'm coming off anesthesia and they don't want to start pushing the other stuff. And I understand, but no, Tylenol is not helping. Yeah. And there, then when the other nurse was like, well, we need your pain level to be at a five before you can, 
be placed in a room. It's like, A, that doesn't make any sense. Right. B, nobody told me that. And C, if that were true, you should have listened to me crying and wailing in pain three hours ago. Right. You should have addressed that because I can't control the fact that I'm in pain. You're not giving me anything to fix it. Right. What am I supposed to do? Like magical yoga breathing? What do you want from me? Well, it's... It was a, it was just a nightmare. Yeah, that recovery room because it's like it didn't seem like anyone knew what they were doing. No, and it was frustrating you. No, and you were in pain on top of that. Well, and then they they tell me that I have to try to go to the bathroom. Um, well, even before that, when the same lady then asked you when when she came back five minutes later and said, "Did that work?" the the meds she gave you, and yeah. you were like, "Not really," and then she was like, "Really though?" Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you sure? Which is when like, I looked at you and I was like, don't condescend to me. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I couldn't, I had no subtlety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point. I was just so like, like, oh, Jen's going to hit her. Like, I'm going to have to fight this She's lady. She's definitely going to hit her. That's what's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't believe you. She no. just thought you wanted more drugs. Right. And like, I'm like, I just want to be able to not feel like I'm dying right now. But like you understand what just happened to me, right? <laughs> I let them go in and take a healthy organ out. Yeah. Yeah, like my body has been traumatized yeah. and I would like you to, at the very least, bare minimum, just be nice to me. Yeah, she you was know? nice. Eventually. Yeah, that's true. She was that's giving true. me a whole lot of attitude at right. first. Right, right, You know? Because she thought she was smarter than you. Yeah, and it's like, well, let's not go mm-hmm. down that road well, First of all, you're going to lose. You fucked that up by saying whatchamacallit. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> already, you're not. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but it, she ended up being nice yeah. and kind of helpful. And then finally, after hours, the hospital transport guy came. Well, before the transport guy came, what I was saying before. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the bathroom. They they were trying to make me go to the bathroom. And I was like, look, I'm game. I'll try anything once. But just so you know, I have nothing in my body. <laughs> because they... I, what I drank in the middle of the night, I had to give a sample this morning. Mm-hmm. I am bone dry. And they were like, you got to go pee. Yeah. And I, and like I, they were giving me IV fluid, so I knew I had something in my system. But also with the anesthesia, you, you don't have urges to go. Um, I still don't, and it's been days. Mm. I still don't have those urges yet, so I just kind of have to get up and go every now and then just to... Yeah, you just get up and go to the bathroom and sit there. Yeah, then... it happens, you know, but I, I can't feel it. But the the other thing that was like, you know, bad form, I feel like, on their part was that they literally threatened me with a catheter where I'm like, look, bitch, <laughs> I'm awake. I already told you I will get up and try. No, you are not putting a catheter inside my body. That is not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. You're like, no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. That is absolutely not happening. Like, am I paralyzed from the waist down? Know that I'm going to the bathroom. Keep your hands off my back. There is no fucking way. Like, I used to do that as part of my job. Right. I used to be one, the person that put them in. So you know exactly. I know exactly what it entails, <laughs> and you're not doing that to me. Unless I am paralyzed from the waist down, physically unable to do anything. Then go ahead. Because even, even then, give me a bedpan. I'm taking bedpan over catheter. But no, they're going for the nuclear option over here. <laughs> like, that's not happening. Are you kidding me? Like, who runs this hospital? Nurse, Ra- Nurse Ratchet? They just, skipped, they just skipped the whole step. They skipped the whole... They didn't even, like, not even an option. Not even an option. Yeah. It was just like, 
Bad pen? No, no, no. We're no, just no, no, going to no. stick tubes in you. Either you go to the bathroom or this crack team of fucking geniuses yeah. is going to insert a catheter successfully into your bladder. Oh, well, okay. I trust can, that. They can charge insurance more. Yeah. <laughs> That's not all today. they want to do. But then they, like, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But I'm clearly, like, out of it and dizzy. Yeah. And homeboy was just going to leave me. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry. Are you going to give me something to hold on to? He, he was just like, okay, get up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is not a thing I can do right now. And I was like, bro. What? And then so I helped you up. And then he was like, okay, walk. And I'm like, are you going to give me like a walker or and like, like anything? And I no. like even an IV pole to hold on to. Nope. He's like, no, no, just walk. You're just going to go. Just go walk. Cool. Cool. After being passed out for hours yeah. and still drowsy. And then so they send me to like the world's most depressing like truck stop bathroom magically in a hospital. And even the, like you said during the endoscopy, they gave you a bracelet that said fall risk. Uh-huh. And they didn't do that at the hospital. I had to tell the people in the recovery room that I was a fall risk. Yeah. You're like, I'm I a had fall to tell risk. them that. <laughs> you should give me something to lean on to. Like, what is happening? Or wheel me to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, or do you love lawsuits? Is that apparently. Okay, cool. They got it. But uh yeah. so then you went to the bathroom, which was gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. And then they made you, because there's no uh, honor system, they just made you kind of, like, they, they put, like, a little cup in the in the toilet. Yeah, because they want to. have to pee into. Well, they have to record the measurement. So they want to oh, see is that how much you got. I just yeah, thought yeah. that, like, they didn't trust you. No, no, they have to enough. be able to record it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> whoa, bro, we got an honor system. We ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> if she didn't pee, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> No, they want to see how much you were actually able to do. And I only okay. was able the first time to do very, very little. It was like two um, ounces of pee. But at least, it, at least it was something. But it was something. It was enough to get you, like, in Not the, in the process of finding you a fucking a room. Yeah. Because they didn't want to take you up to a room either until you peed or something, right? Well, I don't remember. It was it was something like that. Or, or, or he was like, if or if you don't pee, when we bring up to the room, then we're gonna put a catheter in you. <laughs> and it's I was like, like, good luck with that, because I'll break your fucking wrist. Fucking shit! <laughs> you know, dude, that's never. There's no scenario where that's gonna happen. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> we are freaking the fuck out right now. No tubes have to go up anywhere. Fucking privates. You leave my urethra alone. If you touch my wife's vagina, I'm gonna fucking punch you. <laughs> Back the fuck off. I was like, I've had a rough day. No need for this right now. Some dude stole half my stomach. These are extreme measure, measures. What the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, God. But then, and then, and then everyone, when you finally got a room, everyone on your floor was super nice. Yeah. And kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah. It they was were, nice. The night nurse was the best of the, the nurses that I had. Did my I, my you, night nurse was the best. She was the one that was there when we got there. I'm trying to remember if I I'm trying to see if I remember her. I don't think I remember her, but Yeah, she was fantastic. The dude. Uh-huh. Or I forget his name. Daniel. Uh, he was there. He was great. Yeah, he was there that night and then he worked again the next day, so we saw him twice. Yeah, cuz he I they they were okay with me staying, but I was like there's no way I'm going to no. Get any sleep in this no. tiny chair. I was like, I'm going to be in and out of consciousness. Just right. go home. Plus walk the, the dog. dog. Yeah. It was you know. fine. And my, my roommate was uh, significantly more ill than I was. Yeah. Um, she had it rough. But she was so delightful. She was very nice. And she was also a nurse. Yeah. 
you know, so she, so she kept was schooling really them, cute. and she was like, "Listen, I got this, this, this going yeah. on. Give me this." And yep. they were like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, and she was really sweet. Whenever she was awake, we like we had the curtain between us closed the whole time. But you know, if she knew that I was awake, she would check in with me and ask like if I was drinking fluids. You know, it was right. like having my mom there. It was great. Like that, like nurse brain of like even this woman is like not doing well no and her only thought in that moment was like honey have you gone to the bathroom right 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 are you drinking enough make sure you try to drink it's, a little it water just never it doesn't turn it off it doesn't turn off yeah which is why they need to be paid more yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely um but anyway like but it was great up there and i yeah. left and then that morning the next morning i came back and i saw daniel again yeah and i was like have you been here the entire yeah. time <laughs> He's like, no, no, I left like at 10 and I'm coming, I'm clocking back in now. Yeah. It was like nine o'clock the next day. Yeah. I was like, thank God, Jesus. Yeah. Well, and they work long shifts yeah. in general. Well, he'd work 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. that day, the day before. So I was like, shit. Yeah. That's, and they actually do work. Like, I, I've worked 12 oh God, hour yeah. days in the film industry. No, but this is nonstop. And like eight of those hours are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like nonstop. Yeah. No, everybody on that floor was great. Um, they were very attentive, very helpful. Yeah. Um, the only nurse that gave me a hard time was the the day nurse, the day that I left. Oh, yeah. We're like, all day, I'm like, when are you guys releasing me? Right. When are you releasing me? When are you releasing me? Right. Um, and they didn't know and, you know, whatever. That's they need fine. to wait for the doctors. But then again, with, with the pain thing, it's like, look, I, again, now I have to explain all over again, like, I have a very high pain threshold. So when I tell you that, you know, I was earlier, I was at about a five or a six, but right now I'm like a six with stabbing spikes of seven and eight, you know, like the seven and the eight don't stay, but it's a thing that keeps happening. So it was just frustrating to have to explain that over and over again, instead of having someone take my word for it when I tell them like I'm in pain and, and I was at least with it enough that I was paying attention to how often I was getting meds. So I knew when it's like, okay, it's been more than, you know, three or four hours since they've given me this one med that I know I can have every three or four hours. So it was frustrating to be like, look, I've already gone beyond the point that, you know, it's in my system or it's doing anything. Why are you giving me a hard time when I tell you I just had an operation? Why do you not believe how much this hurts? Right. That's crazy to me. Like, what? why? Why would I be telling you anything different? Like. You're clearly a junkie. I, I mean, obviously. Look at me. <laughs> look at you. Riff raff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it's just frustrating because it's like, I help just, me make your job easier. You scared, know? I get it. They're scared of lawsuits and they have shit they got to follow. And But it's like, come on. But also, this was a very you know, simple of matter pain. of... It also doesn't inspire confidence when she's asking me what they've been giving me. And it's like, look at my chart. Because I was unconscious. When they literally, every time they give you something, they... They scan my they bracelet. They scan your bracelet. Because it has a, co- a, yeah. a, a a thing on it. Barcode. A barcode. And so, look on the computer. Right. <laughs> and, like, look on my chart and see what, what's prescribed to me. Because they were giving me a few different things. And, no, I don't know what they all were. And a lot of them I was being given through IV while I was... Knocked out. Knocked out. And I was, you know... During the night when they come around and do rounds, you're not awake. No. You know, I would wake up a little bit because they were like, oh, we, we have to take your vitals, give the kid my arm, whatever. 
But meanwhile, on the other side, someone's giving me something. I don't know what they're giving me. No, right. You know? No idea. So it, it does not inspire confidence when it's like, why are you asking me when you know I'm coming off anesthesia and I don't know? <laughs> you should be telling me. You should things. be telling me what you're giving me. Because yeah. of all the things you're giving me, like I'm, I've got the, um, the anti-nausea meds. And, and then she tried to give me, a, <laughs> she tried to give me a stool softener. And I was just like, I'm not taking that. I got no stool. I'm absolutely not taking that because <laughs> the last wild card I need to, I need to add to this potpourri of insanity right now <laughs> is poop. I don't need poop to be a part of this. Diarrhea. <laughs> like I will wait until I get home and I will fill my prescriptions like a good patient. Yeah. yeah. And I will take those yeah. in the comfort of my own home. And I but will I am shit not. On my own toilet. Thank you. I am not taking this here yeah. now <laughs> i'm not shitting in that toilet no uh-uh i'm going home God, no. no no it was gross i'm not no i want no part of that no yeah uh, and then your hospital food yeah was not great well i mean, I mean it's, it's hospital it's food. hospital food and also, also i can't eat anything so yeah it was just broth <laughs> yeah that's all i could have broth and jello i think yeah other people were getting better shit but yeah the lady had next to us like ordered a steak or something <laughs> yeah well she had like a turkey dinner at one point which like, like smelled really good that's but... fucking mean yeah <laughs> you should put all the fat people who just had the surgery in the same well, room what you will what you stand to learn firsthand mm. when you're in there what like it didn't bother me because I wasn't hungry. Oh, okay. Like you're incapable of feeling hungry. Right. And you're just I more, still don't feel hungry. You're just in a lot of pain because I've not had it yet. Yeah. And so I have to eat regular food and I've felt like a monster. Oh, it doesn't even bother me. Because like you're sitting on the couch and I'm at the dinner table. Yeah. Having food, like real food. And I'm just trying to eat it as fast as I can. <laughs> So that you don't smell it anymore. No, it doesn't And then me. don't hate me. It did before surgery. Right. When you were still having food and I couldn't, I could only have liquid. Then it was hard. Well, I, w- I was so hungry. And those days I was trying to like eat before you got yeah, home. I know. And like. But even smelling food on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you walked in and I had just finished days. and I was throwing everything out. Yeah. And you were like. <laughs> you monster. Chicken. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but and part of the reason why it's like a most of your stomach is not there anymore. Yeah. But also they were saying that um, something something that happens with the surgery and I, they're not really clear on exactly why it happens. But your brain is not producing the chemical that signals hunger. Wow. It will again. Right. It's kind of getting a reset. Right. Your system's kind of rebooting. It's got to reboot to the new size of your stomach now? Yeah. Your stomach is kind of, your stomach is freaking out and doesn't really know what what's happening. <laughs> and your brain doesn't understand how to handle it. So the good part is right now, you know, while I'm still on like liquids and kind of baby food, is that I'm not hungry. Right. Because you, coming out of surgery, you couldn't start just eating. No. So... What they didn't, I guess they told us, but I wasn't really aware of, is that, yeah, it's the two days of clear liquid diets before surgery, 
and then three days after. afterwards, so right? Shit, Which I'm they not going to eat real food for a week. That was something that you won't even care though. But that was something that the classes didn't explain. They didn't. They did That's not thought, because they said that you would be eating the pureed food the day after you come home from the hospital. And that's not true. So that's another thing that bothered us. Yeah, there are a lot of contradictions. Everybody said something different. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just like, well, the surgeon's telling us one thing. That class we took told us another thing. Yeah. And then the hospital's telling us a completely different thing. And the nutritionist tells you something that's different, That's a fourth too. different thing. It's like, uh, who, who, who am I listening to? Right. Because it could be dangerous right if i, I listen to the wrong to, person yeah i don't want it to affect my recovery and right you know so like my my way that i'm kind of playing with it at this point is that i'm gonna listen to my body yeah. first and foremost i'm gonna take the path of least resistance as much as possible so if my body hurts when i put something in it i am not gonna put that in that right because you try to i made the mistake of Making you scrambled eggs, which our nutritionist yelled at us. Yeah. Because I saw her yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I tried to make a scrambled eggs. She couldn't finish. She was like, no. no. And I was like, sorry. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I almost threw that up. Yeah. And then you tried to eat lentil soup that you pureed. Yeah. I pureed that only because the lentils are a good source of protein. So right. they had specifically suggested that as something to have when Perfect. you got home. And it's it just hurts. Yeah. So you couldn't even finish that. No. Um, so you were left with yogurt. Yeah, yogurt is a success. Yeah, is what um, you're having now. Yogurt is pretty good. Cottage cheese I can have a little bit of. Um, yesterday it didn't bother me. Today it bothers me. Okay. Don't know why. It's just part um, of the day, I guess. Protein shakes I can do. It just it takes forever. Sure. Um, so it's just very slow going. And then with fluids, it's, you know, I'm doing the Gatorade for electrolytes. I've got Pedialyte um, ice pops. Yep. So that feels nice on my throat too and some pretty decent diet ice cream yeah which is fantastic that halo stuff is amazing i didn't want to say the name but i was like why because they're not paying me they're not well maybe they will be like oh we'll sponsor that whatever i don't know but But i care more about giving people good suggestions but it's like it's great because it's like 230 calories per pint right and which i'm not gonna i can eat a couple spoonfuls at a time Right and then now. it's like <laughs> 10 calories or 10 pro- grams of protein yeah. in that same, or 20, I think. It's a lot of protein. In that same pint. Mm-hmm. So you can eat all of it. I ate all of it the other day. Yeah, I can't do that. And didn't feel terrible. Yeah. You know, I was just, I just like, physically can't. You physically can't, but I was just like, after a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, I always feel like, you're gonna like die. a disgusting monster. <laughs> And then I ate this stuff, and I was like, I don't feel that bad. Yeah. No, this it's actually great. good. And it doesn't taste fake. No, it which doesn't. Which is my big It doesn't taste know, like test. fake sugar. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste, there's no weird aftertaste. Mm-mm. It's pretty decent. Yeah, because like I've had like a minor allergic reaction to skinny cow stuff that yeah, I really can't explain. Right, right. Um, with like making my lips tingly, and I'm like, well, there's something in there I don't like. But skinny cow kind of tasted weird. It does. It tastes weird. Yeah. Yeah. This stuff this is great. Yeah. So that's a win. Yeah, fuck it. All right, Halo. Halo ice cream. Go yeah. find it. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, it is. So a lot of... I, pay I've pay been us able now. Give to, us yeah, money pay us now. now. I've been able to have some of that. And then, you know, it's like the biggest thing is I have to sip water all the time. And it's frustrating because I, I've always been a, a fan a, of a gulper. gulping <laughs> a lot of very cold water. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it feels good. I can't. And it's very hard to resist that instinct 
to like have a mouth full of water and then yeah. swallow it. Like I can only take little baby sips. Little baby tiny sips. It's super frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you're crushing it. I am trying, man. You're doing a good job. I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. I've almost quit on you several times. I'm aware <laughs> of that. <laughs> you look terrified. I was like, that's what happens? Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was texting with a friend of ours today who's gone through this already. We've had and, multiple friends who've done it. And I was asking her, like, you know, she was asking me how I was doing. And I was just like, look, just tell me that eventually it's not going to hurt. Even if I, you're lying to me, just even, say it. Yeah, just it's not going to hurt when I eat a spoonful of mush. Yeah. Just tell me I'm going to be able to, you know, and she was like, six months from now, you won't even remember Mm. this like it you won't even be able to believe that there was a moment where you thought that you made a mistake and you'll be like 40 pounds lighter yeah yeah (laughs) or 50 or whatever but that's her thing is like she's like you know once you get away from that and that you know the pain does go away and you do adjust back into normal life Uh and you do get to a point where you're like oh yes this is the best decision i've ever made you know, and because when you're in pain like this, it's hard to see it that way. And it's very easy to be like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> like, all I want to do is. That was, to be fair, that was you even before the surgery. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, there are moments where it's like, I'm not hungry. No. But I wish to God I was. Like, I wish I was hungry. You miss and it. And I, I wish I could just eat a food. I miss the act of eating so much that. At night when I'm falling asleep, a couple of times I've woken myself up because I've been moving my hand to, like, feed myself something. Like, I literally the other night dreamed I was eating, like, crusty, amazing Italian bread with some butter on it Mm. and lifting it to my mouth and, like, booped myself in the face and woke myself up. Which is hilarious for me because she said it as if she was telling me something new. It's new to me. And I looked at her. I was like, oh, baby. (laughs) That's the first time that's happened to you? Oh, <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. I think that happened to me like three times last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, this is like desperate times for my brain to be like, how can we satisfy this need that she has? Like, I miss actually <laughs> physically eating. Let's dream eat. Yeah. So my body, my brain is like dream eating for me so that I can... Yeah, I've woken myself up several times to smacking myself in the mouth. That's hilarious. Because I thought I was having a steak or ice cream or whatever. Yeah. All the time. Just happens. And I'm just like, huh, oh. Uh, And then I try to to go back to sleep and keep dreaming of the steak. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, no, wait, come back. I want to eat you. (laughs) Come back. Please come back. I want to eat you so much. (laughs) It's just fat kids. What happens to fat kids? Yeah. Yeah, you're, me, you're new to the fat kid game. I, I'm just a different kind. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're a new kind of fat kid. But um, you're not going to be a fat kid anymore. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, so um, I, I, I'm just, I got to look forward to my surgery. Yeah. And I'm not. Uh, and it's in about a week and a half. And... I'll let you guys know. How, that's our dog who is <laughs> sniffing the She's microphone right now. Microphone. Don't lick it. Stop. She's real cute. Don't. <laughs> she wants to be a part of the podcast. Is she, we'll interview her one day for the podcast. <laughs> I swear, Rosie. But you're not fat. I can, like, she's not. She's only She's like 50 the most in-shape person in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she literally is the only one. Yeah. 
All right, she's going to play with her toys and make a lot of noise. So I guess we'll end this here because <laughs> Rosie has had enough of our shit. Yeah, she's bored. She's like, you fucking play with me right now. She's brought her moose over for and you. And stop talking about how disgusting you two are as human <laughs> beings. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Till next time. Bye. Bye.